All right, Inbound attendees, it's your boy George B. Thomas, and we're back with another episode of Inbound Speaks, where we talk to inbound speakers about what they're speaking about, inbound, those topics that you want to hear about. I made it through, and today I'm excited because my friend Doug, I'll, I'll, I'll show you later in a couple seconds, my friend Doug is going to talk to us about friction and a whole lot of operations and things like that, and you're going to learn exactly why you should be in the room when it comes to his Inbound 2020 session, but before we get into the deep end of the pool, let's go ahead and run that bumper and get into the good stuff. All right, Doug Davidoff, my buddy, my pal, my friend, we are here on Inbound Speaks, and let's just start for anybody who is new to Inbound, which by the way, one of the exciting things is that it could be thousands upon thousands of people because it is a virtual event this year. Kind of explain to the people who might be watching this video who you are and what makes you tick. I am Doug Davidoff. I'm the founder and CEO of Imagine Business Development, um, the head of the Sales Genius Network. Um, not the lead genius, just the head of the network. Um, what makes me tick? I'll tell you, George, what makes me tick, um, I like to call myself strategically lazy. And what that means is um, I don't have the patience to work as hard as a whole lot of people. And I respect the people who grind. Um, I've been fascinated from the time I was a, uh, a little kid. How can you get from point A to point B faster? Um, and, and so just trying to figure out um, how to bring things together and get more juice for the squeeze. That's probably been the central thing that has driven just about everything that I do. Juice for the squeeze. You got to love that. So your inbound 2020 session is eliminating friction, how revenue operations can generate 30% more revenue from your existing efforts, which by the way, the title goes right in line with what you exactly said makes you tick. Let's just throw that out there real quick. Um, but here's the thing. Why should people attend this session and who should it actually be in the room? So in the room, and why should they attend? So I, I think anyone can benefit from what I'm going to be talking about. Um, if you're an individual contributor, it'll give you a perspective to look at what you're doing and how you're doing things. Though, though candidly, um, a lot of what I'm going to be talking about, you're, you're probably not going to have um, authority or control over. So you know, the key people that need to be in the room, anybody that's responsible for um, producing a result, um, and managing any that has a level of authority for managing the inputs and the how things are done, um, who are trying to get more um, from what they're doing. I, I obviously don't want to give away the whole form, but one of the things that we love to do on Inbound Speaks is give somebody a starting point, a tip, a trick, a hack, something they can be doing between now and actually attending your session. So what tidbit of information would you want to give <clears throat> them that they can kind of leverage as they move forward? You know, I realized I forgot to answer part of your question, uh, your last question, which will help me fill, fill in for answering this question, which is why do they need to be in the room? Um, which again, gets to the tip. I don't know what you think, George. I think people are working too hard. Um, I, I think it was probably about five years ago. Maybe it was a little bit longer than that. Time seems to be melding all together. But I remember I was, I was doing a session to a group of CEOs and I came up with the term, I called it the sales and marketing treadmill. Um, and, and basically what that is every year, every day, every month, every whatever period of time you want to talk about it, the game that we're playing too often is that we're running faster and faster, or we have to run faster and faster 
just to keep up. And, and what I noticed is, and I think this is true of everyone that's going to be attending inbound because I, I don't, I don't think companies that, that have no idea what they're doing, they're not attracted to inbound, right? I mean, you, you've got to have the mindset of being serious about business to even show up. And, and, and that is the vast majority of time, every company that I've seen, they're already doing more than enough. They're spending more than enough. They're, you know, they, they've got, they've got the pieces. Um, they just, they're not put together and they keep getting in their own way. And, and the reason is we have, and this is the tip, we have totally confused the idea of speed with the idea of velocity. We are obsessed with speed, faster, 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 more, 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 more. And, and speed does not equal progress, right? <clears throat> Slow down to speed up. Here's the tip. Take a look at all of the things that are getting in the way, right? Think of it this way. When you add a tactic, when you add an activity, you, you, you get some juice from that, right? No question about that. But, but there's a limited amount that you can get from it. Now think about what happens when you take something that's getting in the way out of the way. You get more juice, but you don't have to squeeze any harder. You see, reducing the friction, getting the stuff out of the way, getting the conflicts out of the way has far greater return. And, and I, I can tell you this, if you have more than five salespeople, I can virtually guarantee you you are paying a very high, what I call friction tax, which basically means you are having to squeeze 30, 40% harder than you should be squeezing for what you're getting from it. And if you focused on getting the impediments out of the way, you'd get far more return for your dollar. That's, that's super interesting. That's money and time. That's interesting too, that you went there. So so I want to dive in because this is a term that and by the way, I'm going sideways, folks, because I'm I'm going in a different direction with Doug here. That's what I, we do. That's what we do. I think that if you're thinking about attending inbound, you've heard these terms marketing, sales, service. What I don't necessarily know is that you've heard the term or really deeply understand revenue operations and revenue operations is in Doug's title. So Doug, maybe before I ask you of like some myth or some hurdle, maybe take a few seconds to explain why the mindset of revenue operations or how revenue operations actually is part of this conversation that you're going to have at Inbound 2020. So I can promise you, if you've heard the term sales, marketing, service, you've also heard the term alignment. And everybody is chasing alignment. And alignment is far too often a term like the horizon. It, it means something in our head, but it, no one knows how to get there. And here's what I've learned. Alignment is a byproduct. Alignment is the result of doing things correctly. And the problem is sales, marketing, service, they're focused on the more side of the equation. Who's focused on the friction side? Alignment is not about everything working harmoniously at that point. It's about managing the trade-offs and managing the system and keeping things working and addressing upstream problems upstream. The reason that we're working so hard is that 
we're dealing with the friction at the point of execution. So it's grinding us down, right? Revenue operations is the friction prevention. It's less of, I mean, it's eliminating friction. It's preventing it. It's not too often we deal with the friction at its point of friction. It's too late then. Revenue operations done correctly. What, I, what I'm actually now referring to as strategic revenue operations is about let's figure out how do we prevent these things from happening so that we can execute at speed. Man, you don't have time to think anymore at execution. You have to do the thinking and, and, the, and, and figuring out where is this going to go wrong and what's an exception look like and all that stuff. You've got to figure that out beforehand. And I, I don't mean to get off on, on enough. One of the problems in the world today is that we don't treat the invisible. We wait until it's a problem to do something about it. And man, it is expensive and it is hard work and it takes a lot of effort to do that. Revenue operations is charged with preventing those things from happening so that your key people, so that those people at the point of execution can focus on what matters most. So, Doug, I love that, and I'm glad we went in that direction. When you think of uh, revenue operations and, and generating more uh, juice with less squeeze, right? Because you're you're doing this friction thing, and, and you're you're just focused on like existing efforts and getting more out of it. What is maybe one of the major hurdles that you've seen businesses facing when they're trying to transition into this revenue operations mindset? Well, you know, <clears throat> you're, you're, you're solving the invisible, right? Like the biggest problem with an excellent revenue operations um, function is you're going to think you don't need revenue operations, right? Um, if, you know, if I'm the fire prevention department and I prevent fires and someone's going to say, why are we spending all this money preventing fires? We don't have them. Then you're going to stop spending money preventing fires and what's going to happen? All of a sudden the fires are going to emerge, right? So, so you know, the, the biggest challenge is A, understanding that, that what, you know, it, it's, it's responsibility is solve, I call it solving the invisible. And the, the other aspect is, you know, when, when we think about, you know, whenever we plan what we're going to do, we plan it with such clarity. Everything always works in a plan. Um, then, the, you know, then the world happens and every single, I, I call friction, I call them like barnacles, right? Individually, every single piece of friction, it, it doesn't mean all that much. How can you justify putting this kind of time, effort, and money that it's so small, it's, it's so little, except it adds up and it adds up and it adds up and it adds up. Um, and I mean, look at it this way. How much more money are we spending on technology? How much more money are we spending on people? You know, we're, we're, we're smarter. We got better tools. Um, yet our, our return on assets are down. Our return on equity is down. Cost of customer acquisition is going up. Um, average profit per salesperson is typically going down. I mean, if you take a look at all of the financial metrics, we are having to work 20% harder to, to generate the same rate of return. And, and that just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, the problem, you can't see it. Um, and, and, and so there's, you know, there's a little bit of, you know, you really have to stop and think to be able to solve it. Mm, My I goal is to make this visible so you can begin to point to, 
here's what we need to address. Here's what, th- what that's about. So like, I'm going to talk about what are the seven disciplines of strategic revenue operations. Love that. So there's a little tease into the micros of what's going to be happening. So Doug, uh, they attend your session. You know, usually I'd be like, you get a raving round of applause. People are standing up, they're clapping, you're bowing, all sorts of fun stuff. This year, you're probably sitting at your chair, like hitting an applause button that you bought off of Amazon.com. But it is what it is, right? When you get done, as a speaker, I know we usually have this like one thing, this big idea. So for you, when you're talking about like focusing on existing efforts, uh, revenue operations, or even strategic revenue operations and eliminating the friction out of all of that and all of that we've talked about in this interview, what's the one thing, the big idea that you hope they grab hold of and kind of run forward with? You know, a lot of people who are watching this are probably not old enough to remember the Fram oil filter guy who said, you can pay me now or you can pay me later. And and what I want people to understand and run with is you're going to pay for friction. The question is, are you going to pay up front by designing a system and implementing a revenue operations process to manage and mitigate it? Or are you going to pay for it at the point in, in execution. And so what I want people to really run away with is I want them to think about the how of what they do, whatever they're responsible for producing, what's the how of it and how can they, like I actually, I'll talk about the inverse friction principle. How can they spend a little bit more time up front to get things in place so that they can execute and, and run faster with less exhaustion, less effort. I don't know if I can say it any better. Like if think about the barnacles in your business, think about when you want to pay that debt that's going to be there no matter what. Think about attending Doug's session and why you're doing all this thinking, which by the way, as somebody in charge of a business, you should be doing thinking. Well, we'll be sitting here waiting for you in the next episode.